This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com. Bernie Sanders' favorite movies, Robin Hood. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Anonymous op-ed in the New York Times. Really? <laughs> Finally, an adulting class for our kids. Finally, someone's doing it. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Not us. <laughs> and we're going to get into the social justice statement coming up. Oh. Yes. We're going to do that. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not. <laughs> so we've gotten over 100,000 downloads coming up this month. What? Ooh. Can you believe that? Over 100,000 downloads. Pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah. So thank, thank you, guys. Make sure you, you share the show. Make sure you like it. Welcome, Pastor Toby Knox and Waterboy. Good to be with you guys. As always, if you would like to support us, please consider becoming a member. We like that. Uh, you can join at crosspolitik.com. And for a limited time, if you join, you can email us. you got to email us. Contact and, at crosspolitik.com. And you can request a copy of a book from Jovial Press. Right now, we have run out of Jason Farley's poems, but yes, we now did. we have poems of companionship. Joffrey Swate. Well met. By Joffrey yeah. Swate. We have Waiting Through Winter, mm. and we have Little Mouse Finds a Friend. My kids love that book. They picked it up in the truck because um, I had it in the truck because I'm oh. shipping it out and everything. Oh, they're, yeah. they're reading it all the way to they're school. They're like, Daddy, nice. where's, yeah. our, where's our copy? Yeah, exactly. So email if you would like those. We'd love to hook you up. You can also support us by buying cross-politic merch mm. and wearing it proudly. Everywhere. Yep. It's yep. a gospel um, presentation. We also got us some <laughs> yeah. coffee. And mm. coffee mugs. Mm. Hopefully, we're working on some K-cups, too. Oh. We're trying. We're trying. All right. Yeah. So, independent senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont mm. introduced mm. a bill this last week, joint-sponsored by a Democratic senator from AKA California. Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, man, he cares about the poor. He's calling it the Bezos bill, or at least that's what's being called in the news. The Bezos mm. bill after Bezos, the, the, uh, the owner CEO mm. owner of mm. Amazon. Yeah. It's aimed at collecting taxes from big businesses whose employees are also receiving some form of government welfare assistance. Yeah, so a 100% tax. So if, if for every dollar that right. um, your, your, your employee is getting off the government, government. then Amazon Sanders wants to take that, that back yes. from the big businesses. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, Sanders, uh, he, he started publicizing, he publicized a form inviting yeah. negative Im, uh, feedback from Amazon employees. So he sends <laughs> out this form and says, have you been treat, you know, have you had a rough go of it at Amazon? I want all the bitter, disgruntled so, yeah. Amazon employees to S- get back to me. Send your stories yeah. here. Yeah. So, but Amazon replied, uh, responded with a, a, a blog post yeah. of their own, um, where they actually encouraged Amazon employees, all Amazon employees to share their stories with Sanders. Because you might not have a job. Well, after you get done, yeah, maybe and so. sign your name, but <laughs> don't forget to sign your no name. One, no one, no anonymous. <laughs> but, but share your stories. Uh, you know, he didn't ask for any happy ones, but feel free to share right, any right. of those you got. Amazon also just protested Sanders' data. Yeah, um, right. Uh, Sanders said something like that. One out of every five employees, I think he said, is on some. Is that sort what of it was? And, think, and like, and, and claimed like that. that like the median income was like under thirty thousand a year. Yeah, right, right. And Amazon said, yeah. "Well, y- the reason why your your data is actually kind of skewed is because you." included in your data part-time employees and employees that were like temporary employees yeah. um, so you know if you're part-time and you're temporary then, you know they're are gonna be making, making 15 check. to 20 thousand chances are you're going to be make, making yeah. a lot less and yeah. also increases the chances that you're probably also uh in a bad spot yeah. and maybe you're taking a, yeah. additional 
Stop but how's Bernie getting that data in the first place? That Amazon uh, pay data. That's that's got to be some sort of leak or something. Google Dis- disgruntled employee. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's on Google. Well, you know what's yeah. interesting? What another thing he could say is, you know, they probably would go get another job, but since the government's giving out free money. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing is you got to yeah, remember. Right. So Sanders is a statist. Of course. He's a socialist. Uh, socialists believe that people are defined primarily by their money and property. Mm-hmm. This goes mm-hmm. back to Karl Marx. Okay. And and he says that hap- you know happiness is basically derived from material circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you feel most human and most happy and things are most harmonious when you got a lot of stuff. Yep. And if you don't have a lot of stuff, then when, you get, when other people are feeding you, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, one way or another. <laughs> um, but and so people are not happy, um, yeah. and they start becoming violent and so on. The answer is give them more stuff, mm. right? Yeah, more government, right? Because if mm. well, well, that's what it leads to. Yeah, yeah right. Right. Because, well for because what happened, you know, How are you going to get that stuff? <laughs> that's not fair, Knox. Oh, what, what'd you sure. say? He says, it's it's working out well. well for Venezuela. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, you know, you you say, well, if only everybody shared more. Well, how are you going to get everybody to share more? Yeah. Uncle Sam's going to come yeah. knocking on your door and he's going to make you yeah. share more. You know, I was talking to a guy who came down here uh, for the call conference that NSA threw. And um, and he said, you know, in our community, we are a very conservative community. In our community, we have like I'm, I'm out of town visiting here. I have my neighbors taking care of my land. I have some other neighbors taking care of my animals. I have some neighbors who are taking care of my house. And we're a conservative community. Everybody provides for themselves. Now, the liberal community down the street they don't have anybody helping them with anything. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. And it was amazing to hear that the more conservative a group of people are yep. that have the freedom to do for themselves are actually far more generous. And go to help right. others. Yeah. To right. their yeah. neighbor than the liberal brothers that are down right. the street. There's, there's a book on that. What, what was the book? You remember? Uh, the Bible. Besides the Bible. <laughs> oh. um, uh, when Helping Hurts. Not When Helping Hurts, but there's another book on that where it actually demonstrated how conservatives give far more money to charities than liberals yeah. do. Oh, yeah. There have been, been, yeah. been a few studies done yeah. on that way. So in terms of big picture, we hope this bill goes down in flames. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Amazon and Walmart are left free to run their business as they see fit. Yeah. Yeah. But but the other thing to think about here is we've actually created a situ- situation where Sanders actually kind of has a point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's wrong. Yeah. But everything leading up to this, Sanders is actually just kind of running the the next play. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you invite the federal government to take care of the poor, you are implicitly inviting them to have an interest in how other people are doing their part to help the poor. Yeah. yeah. You're, but, you're saying they have jurisdiction over it. But part of this is, it's kind of like, you know, Sanders policies built this welfare system. And then he's getting mad at Amazon for letting their employees participate in the welfare system. Right. But yeah, yeah. Amazon upside down. Yeah, no, it's it's true, but but the government has had like since FDR basically, since since the New mm-hmm. Deal 30s. in yep. the 30s and so forth. I mean, the government stepped in, we asked the government to step in and take care of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um instead of the family, instead of the church, instead of local organizations banding together to help people, yeah. we asked the federal government to take care of us. Yeah. And so Sanders is saying, you know, so let's do it. You know, we, we, we have an interest in how you spend your money. Mm. But here's the thing. So Amazon and Walmart, though, I mean, I'm again, I'm on their I'm on their team. Sure. Yeah. In, in this as particular far as capitalism takes you. And, and, yeah. In this particular <laughs> skirmish. Yeah. But they're in really tough spots because on the one hand, they're kind of running interference for us. Keep keep the government out as long as we possibly can. Right. Yeah. Big corporation. And so they can kind yeah. of run interference for us. But in another sense, they're doing way more than any business should be required to do. 
Yeah. As far as their engagement with the federal government. Uh, well, that, but also even what they're providing their employees. I mean, I think I think businesses should be oh, I see what you're saying. free to provide for their employees. Yep. But one of the things that, that the, the blog post that Amazon put, put up says is that they're, they're listing all the things they do for their employees. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you want to do that, great. Yeah. But you know why they're doing that? Yeah. Because they're forced to. They're forced to. Yeah. And if they didn't, they knew that... that Sanders would get them. So yeah. if you can have good benefits right now at your company, like, wow, we have really, really good benefits. Imagine how good they would actually be if the federal government wasn't forcing your company to have to do it. So Seriously. everyone thinks the other way around. They think, oh, if the government wasn't forcing my company to do benefits, then we wouldn't have good benefits. Mm. But that's actually not true. Right. That's yeah. only if you think that coercion is the best way to get benefits. That's right. Which and, is socialism. Well, and, and actually now they say, well, all we have to do is meet this quota and we can keep going. We actually probably would have did more right. because our employees right. are bringing us a good return and we want to keep them happy exactly but that's they're saying we only right. have to meet this and we can keep moving on so. and but fundamentally that's only going to happen when a man's heart has been changed sure mm. apart from the grace of god giving a man a new heart that's governed by the holy spirit that then wants to work hard and give and bless yep 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 then sinful men and sinful hearts will do the bare minimum to get by and ultimately are going to be selfish and self-serving. Yeah. I would love for Amazon to move their quarter headquarters to Moscow, Idaho. You know, <laughs> get over here. We'll protect you. We'll fight for you. Yeah. Come on now. But you know, all these things, minimum wage laws, high taxes, heavy government regulations, yeah, right. they cause the cost of living to increase. Yep. Um, it makes people resent that. Yeah. Um, it forces businesses to increase their wages and then their benefits. Um, but it's not out of joy. It's not out of overflow. Yeah, it's it, out of, you know, if we don't, we're going to get shot. The other thing to recognize is that the government is no good at taking care of people. Mm. They're no Man. good at it. Message. Um, Message. So we need to recognize, though, that the failure of the family and the church to take their responsibilities seriously creates this massive hole Absolutely. where the state steps in to help. Absolutely. And in the absence of the state, maybe a big business will step in to help. But, but yeah. even Amazon is not designed by God to take care of families. But no. the Johnson Amendment. The, the pastors can't say anything about it. Oh, watch me. <laughs> watch me. Exactly. Watch me. So this is precisely why the biblical worldview is so is pro-decentralized. Yeah. The biblical right, worldview right. is all about solving problems at the smallest, localist, most personal right. level Push first. Push it down. Push yeah. it down. Exodus 18, yeah. Jethro tells Moses, you can't judge all these things. Yeah, Get right. guys at the tens, the fifties, the hundreds, the thousands, right. and solve the problem at the most at the lowest possible level. Right. And, and and what this does is it, enc- it encourages accountability. Yeah. Both directions yeah. yeah so if you're being lazy then I, then i'm right there watching you being lazy i mean yeah. why are you being lazy that's right but a bureaucrat in washington dc doesn't know if you're being lazy or yeah. not he yeah. can't see you uh, or maybe yeah. you're really disabled and you really can't work yeah absolutely the other thing is the accountability the other way though if i'm being an oppressive leader you're right there yeah. and you can ask the guy next to me Don't say vote for him that guy's that yeah. guy's oppressing me let me tell yeah. you what just happened to me yeah right, there's actually an appeal for you yeah. and so there's yeah. a protection both ways when things stay small and decentralized yeah. right um there's accountability both directions and i think that one of the ways too that we can help in this process and it's hard because this is tough but i remember we talked about women being out of their roles and positions because the men are out of their roles and position. One of the things that you yep. said that was really yep. wise is don't go jump into his role just because he's out of his role. Mm-hmm. You stay in your role and call for him to jump in the line, call yep. for him yes. to repent. Yep. Right. And so one of the things that businesses can do is say, Hey, federal government, 
You need to repent. You need to jump in. This is your job. This is your responsibility. You need to do it. It's almost yeah. like Sass, what he said. He's like, yeah. we need to do our job. Yeah, that's exactly and, right. You know, and so well, we and a lot this- of this is also is like, stop doing that. That's not your lane. Yeah, exactly. Well, repent. Like, Stay out ways. of it. But yeah. what we want to do then is we want to, I don't really like the word, but I'll use it in this case. We want to empower. Oh, <laughs> we want go. to empower. <laughs> I just used, oh, yes. I feel kind of dirty. We want to equip. We want to equip. We want to encourage. We want to cheer on the people that God has called to do these particular things for them to do it. And not do it ourselves. Speaking of accountability, the New York Times ran an anonymous op ed Mm. this last week, assuring everyone that there's a resistance to Trump deep within the ranks of top officials in Trump's administration. And it's so deep. I'm anonymous. (laughs) So deep. It's anonymous. (laughs) Right. The anonymous author pointed to a two track presidency. He says one track where Trump says what he thinks. Apparently he gave the example of foreign policy. Trump is apparently buddying up with autocrats like Kim Jong-un and uh, Vladimir Putin and what's the Chinese president's name? I forgot his name. Um, you know, That's racist. But, but meanwhile... Xing or something? Xing? Yeah. Mm, President, don't President. do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. You're from Texas, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Meanwhile... Uh, uh, my bad. My bad, China. Meanwhile, Trump is throwing elbows at historic allies and friends, like in the you know EU... You uh, know, bureaucrats. <laughs> yeah. Other other autocrats, <laughs> you know. Well, anyways, yeah. and and the author, the anonymous author, says, meanwhile, members of the Trump administration are continuing to work very closely with these historic allies, and they're also forcing various repercussions on Russia, North Carol, uh, North Carolina, North Korea, <laughs> and uh, very, very different, and very China. Different. So, question, question yeah. here: Would you would you ever see yourself in a position where you'd have to write kind of like an anonymous op-ed? Uh, uh. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I I would say, I mean... Give me the situation and I'll tell you if I want to be anonymous or not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can I imagine writing an anonymous You're, you're in the KKK, you're a black guy in the KKK, <laughs> and you're, you're anonymous. You what about in, like, you're in Hitler, Germany, you know, can yeah. I imagine writing an anonymous op-ed there? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but here's, okay, here's my problem. I don't think that we have the luxury of being anonymous if we actually want to see change. So yeah. right. Daniel and, couldn't be anonymous. Right. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro couldn't be anonymous. Yeah. You know that's, what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's, there's there's a lot of yeah. places where we need someone that's to stand good, up and yeah. be a face yeah. because it doesn't. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm so with, I'm I, with I, you. It's I'm, hard to say. I agree. And I think um, how powerful would have this op-ed have been if he put his name to it? Well, he'd be gone in five seconds. That's okay. But but yeah, but that, like how much more power right. that if, op-ed would have. But if had. that's if it's that bad, because he would have proved his point yeah. if he got fired. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. I mean, I think I think in general we need more accountability. In general, we we need people to take responsibility for what they think, and and that means skin in the game. That's right. We need skin in the game. And if you really believe this, then take the take the hit for it. Yeah. Um. And you know, and I can also imagine good men. I mean, I hope there really are good men and women in the Trump administration who do push back. Yeah. Um. Where they think Trump is wrong. I mean, that's that's what's called to be a a man or a woman of integrity. Right. Um. You don't just go along with whatever the. I mean, that's (laughs) that's the whole point of having an administration, regardless of how Trump acts. Yeah. You you know, you you shouldn't be just a a rug that he walks all over. There's a remnant in Nebuchadnezzar's. Right. Right. Well, I guess when I read when I read the op-ed, I was thinking, well, why don't he say something about abortion? He talks about free minds, free markets, and free people. Right. Well, why don't you really put your skin in the game right. on these serious moral issues? And he said, he said Trump's amoral. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he just got does what. He, and you know, I, I think that's the big. That's the big claim that he makes in the in the yeah. op-ed is that he says 
basically that anything good, and he says, and a bunch of good has been done by yeah. the Trump administration, has been done despite Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that and basically none of, nothing good has come from Trump. Yeah. He's just erratic and emotional and, and is not driven by any mm-hmm. ideological center. Yeah. And I just don't think, that, I mean, I don't trust New York yeah. Times. He's not I don't, driven by your ideological yeah, center. Yeah, I just don't know that. Well, I do think, I do think there's an element of pro wrestling to Trump. Right, an element. So, <laughs> I'm I mean, interested. Go. There's an element of pro wrestling, meaning there there is a little um, amoral aspect to that because you go to one wrestling match and and they let they select which guy's going to win beforehand, and then you go to another wrestling match, and and so Trump is going from one thing to another, trying picking and choosing what he wants at the end. You know, there's no there's no real principle guiding uh, pro wrestling in the same way. There's no principle. I I think that I think the jury the jury is still out with me on that. Okay, uh, where I'm saying like there's a lot of that show business going on there's a lot of that yeah. pro wrestling stuff going yep. on i agree with that yeah. the question is 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 that all there is to trump or right. is there at least something driving him yeah. oh there, there is. has to be the problem is that nobody knows what it is. He, he didn't go to adulting 101 classes at his local library <laughs> <laughs> more cross politics when we come back the social justice statement is out we're going to talk about it we're and gonna break it down to it. we're doing it yeah we're going to Break it down. Uh-oh. We come back. What was Cross that? Cross politics. Nothing. Don't look at <laughs> it. Don't try it either. What was that? <laughs> Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community. Brindle would say that's rowdy. <laughs> that's rowdy. <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic on Facebook Live and on your favorite podcast platform, or maybe streaming right off CrossPolitik.com. Ooh. Like, Ooh. share, we got some people that do that. Tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we, we, we love, we love all the love. So, uh, this last week, statement on socialjustice.com yeah. dropped. Which is this statement on social justice? Just yeah, that's about right. And the gospel. <laughs> yeah. And so there's been uh, we mentioned that on our uh, our Wednesday uh, news fix. Which are you midweek listening? midweek fix? Are you subscribed midweek to the network news yeah. blast? That's yeah. weird. I'm in a position where I'm correcting Toby. It's I'm just, just just it's not. I've been making it up as I go along. <laughs> um. Anyways, we mentioned it. Hopefully, you got a chance to check it out. You've probably seen some of the pushback now as well because it's starting to make ripples in the broader mm. evangelical world. Um, and I, we thought maybe a good place to start just in terms of we, we want to use this segment to um, to walk you through it, talk about some of the highlights about it, and then talk through some of the responses yeah. to it. Mm. Um, Tom Askell write, writes this um, about the history and formation. He talks a little bit about the meeting that led to the writing of this back in June. Um, but he says this final final paragraph. The statement this statement makes no claim of any ecclesiastical authority. It is issued for the purpose of calling attention to and clarifying concerns. 
We have spoken on these issues with no disrespect or loss of love for our brothers and sisters who disagree with what we've written. Mm. Rather, our hope is that this statement might actually provoke the kind of brotherly dialogue that can promote unity in the gospel of our Lord Jesus, whom we all love and trust. That sounds like an olive olive branch to me. An olive branch. That's an olive branch, right? So we want to... I'll take it. So the statement aims to provoke a kind of dialogue. And... Out of that dialogue, Lord willing, real unity. Um, but in order to do that, we need to speak clearly into the microphone. Mm-hmm. We need to say, here's what we think. Here's what we're concerned about. Yeah. Um, let's have this conversation. Right. And so it's in the spirit, in that spirit that, this um, whole thing was written. that yeah. it was written. And it's in that spirit that I'm deeply appreciative of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, and, um, and so um, the statement starts off, section one, talking about scripture. Um, there, Good place to start. Amen. Amen. Actually, I saw one guy, though, complaining that it didn't start with the triune God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. He says, he says, any statement that doesn't begin with the triune God, I'm suspect. So he hates Calvin's Suspicious. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, well, about most Paul's letters. It's not a Some statement. Of Paul's letters Granted, but I mean, Calvin's Institute addressed this in his beginning. Yeah, anyway, it does. Right? But so. anyways, you know, come on. Don't he, quibble. He could have said grace and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ and then, you know, then start the statement. Whatever. But okay. So, but <laughs> yeah. scripture is our authority. Sure. And this is really important because if we're going to have this conversation as Christians, we should know what rule book we're playing yeah, by. Yeah, have something to appeal to, right? What, what's the rule book? <laughs> like, what game are we playing? Right. Um, and what's our final appeal? This says yeah. this is our final appeal. Yeah. If you want to have this conversation, let's appeal to Scripture. Yeah. Okay. Check. I can sign that. You got that. Okay. So yeah. far, Gabe's so far. I can one. sign number one. <laughs> number two. Um, they state clearly, emphatically, the image of God. Yeah. Uh, because of creation, every person is created in God's image. Imago Dei. Equally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even, black, even black people? Uh, and it, it actually speaks to that. Oh, it does. We deny that we... God-given roles, socioeconomic status, ethnicity, religion, sex, or physical condition, or any other property of a person either negates or contributes to that person's worth as an mm, image bearer so of God. fat black people can make it in. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's amazing. Number Come three, as you are, Knox. Number Come three, as you are. Number three, justice. justice. Um, God is um, is the standard of justice. God is the standard of holiness, righteousness, and so forth. So it's not um, it's not just an impersonal standard. It's a personal uh, standard um, rooted in the personality of God. It says we affirm that societies must establish laws to correct injustices mm. um, that have been imposed through cultural prejudice. So oh. even 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 recognizing that there is such a thing as cultural prejudice and that laws should correct those things. Now, if you're on the other side, you kind of got to got to go like, oh, way to go, guys. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you, you see that. You'd think yeah. you'd think. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, but, but this is also I mean, there's so much more that needs to be said about that. But this is they're trying to make this a this table is, where everybody is, can sit a, at. Come right? on. This is, this this is, is like a, a minimalistic statement. This is a conversation that everybody can starter, agree to. Right. That everyone should be able to agree to. What they deny here yeah. is that justice can be culturally defined, that it changes from generation to generation or from mm. culture to culture. They're denying relativism. It here. has to be yeah. because it's rooted yeah. in In the God. character of God, which right. is unchanging. Yeah. Right. Um, then the next section is God's law. 
Theonomous. John MacArthur's a theonomous. You're going to scare him away. You're going to scare him away. Don't scare him. Ten Commandments, God's Law, Unchanging Standard of Righteousness. Again, just drilling down. Okay. If we're going to talk about justice. You got to have a standard. You got to have a standard. It's God's word. It's God himself. It's God's law. Man, nothing about the Trinity in there, though. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Section five is on sin. So if we're going to, you know, once you've defined the standard, yeah. then you can start talking about the fact that we are fallen. Right. We don't meet the standard. We have sinned. Um, there's no difference. Age, ethnicity, sex. You know, we're all fallen. Um, and here they state that um, there's really no other um, connection that we have uh, inherently mm-hmm. um, um, to sin mm-hmm. other than Adam's sin. Right. Um, this is this is the, the primary connection. This is why we are fallen. And, so, and this it, is why we believe in covenant theology. Right here. This is this, yeah, this, you keep scaring them off. And, you know? I, I, I but, and, this, and, it, and I think this is actually an important part of the, uh, the statement here because it, it clearly articulates the difference between the human condition. We're all in sin because of our human condition, not because of our color. Right? right. They're distinguishing between yeah. race, the yeah. condition of being a race, uh, being and, in a particular race and a human condition. Right. And they do state um, explicitly, for anybody wondering, that families, groups, and nations mm-hmm. can sin collectively. Mm-hmm. So the media should be happy about that. They, they, they state that. It, it just, they, they clarify, though, uh, and they even say they can be predisposed to particular sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Careful, okay. careful. You, you Cretans? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. exactly. Okay. But, but they say it's you're only um, guilty of those sins if you continue to approve, embrace, or attempt to justify those sins. Yeah. Um, but each person must repent and confess their own sins. I think everybody's on board with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, gospel. Section section six. Okay. Um, Trinity. This is the statement <laughs> of the person and work of Jesus Christ. Yeah. His virgin birth, life, death, um, bodily resurrection. Um, this is the center of the gospel, and they say we deny that anything else, whether works to be performed or opinions to be held, can be added to the gospel without perverting it into another gospel. This also means that implications mm-hmm. and applications of the gospel, such as the obligation to live justly in the world, though legitimate and important in their own right, That's something to be marked, are yep. not definitional components of the gospel. Yeah. Now, now this it, is one of the places where a lot of people are pushing back. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying, "Where's the kingdom of God?" Yeah. Um, you know what about? I mean, this. It, well, it, yeah. Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Right. right. The kingdom of hand is kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. Right? So I, I can see. I can see where. People, but here's the thing. I'm just going to go straight at, and I think it's listed here. First Corinthians 15. Yeah. Paul says to the Corinthians, "I want to remind you of the gospel that I preached to you." Yeah. And he did not say the word kingdom once. Right. Yeah. If you have a problem with this statement, you got a problem with Paul. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Now, I, I think does that people, mean that what Paul said in that section yeah. was the only thing to say? No, no of no, course not. No. Yeah, of course not. But I think what people's problem is like they just want it spelled out better. Yeah. That's, that's, but I, I don't you, think. Look, they hit the gooey middle. They hit I, the gooey middle. I, I think. I think that's just <laughs> message. <laughs> message. The Twinkie. No, and, and so I don't. I'm not going to get mad at people because. They hit the gooey middle. I'm not going to say it's not, but I want to say like, yeah, we'll could, fill that out. Could we say more? Oh, sure. Oh, oh yes. sure. But but they're, but the, what they're trying to do is like, let's just hit the center that we all should be able yeah. to agree on. Yeah. And if you say, I can't sign this because they didn't say the kingdom. Right. Come on now. Yeah. Now, now a question here, because um, some of the some of the debate is around um, kind of how we live out our faith in the world. This, the social justice debate yep. is about that. So, you know, we aren't saved by works, but our works 
um, show our faith. Yeah. Our, our, the fruit. Our, our, the I, think fruit they of said, our faith. I think that's in, included in the statement. That's what it actually says. Yeah, it says it, works to be performed or opinions to be held. Right. Um, yeah. They deny that that can be added to the gospel without perverting it into another gospel. But I, would, uh, but I'm, I'm, I guess the question is, this is, I think, part of where the heart of the debate is. Yeah, in absolutely. Some sense. I, I agree. Be- I agree. Because they're saying, hey, you aren't, don't have good fruit. You aren't actually getting involved in social justice. You need to be. I got you. And therefore, yeah, so I got you. And right. I think there's something to be noted about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they that. probably are trying to include that in implications and applications yeah. of the gospel, such as the obligation to live justly in the world. Right. Is legitimate and important in its own right, but not a definitional component of the gospel. Yeah, yeah, that's where I think that you got to give them as a brother, give them the benefit of the doubt of what they're trying to say. They're not saying it doesn't matter how you live. Exactly. But here's what problem is. Just we'll move on. But I just want to say this: that's been, like you said, the big hangup because we've been seeing a lot of people who, in the past, have been very gospel centered, gospel focused, and yet have failed morally in so many ways um, when it comes to this topic. So maybe slave owners that are preaching the gospel. And, and they're treating their slaves poorly. Sure. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. of course. But I mean, even in current situations, yeah. too. So Okay. Number seven is salvation. Um, grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone. Um, they they um, affirm the sort of the uh, equality of everybody in Christ before Christ. There's no distinction to be made mm-hmm. between what we're given. We're all um, saved um, to the same salvation. Um, it's It's God's work. And yeah, so on. We're all united um, in Christ, we did, regardless of age, ethnicity, and sex. Right. I was I was wondering what the LivingOut.org guys would, if they wanted to add to that. Just one or problem the, at or a time. Or the Revoice guys want to add to that. Maybe that's why they wouldn't sign yeah. up. They, uh, <laughs> it, it included LGBTQ+. Plus. <laughs> so We also, uh, they, they deny um, that salvation can be received in any other way. They deny that salvation renders any right. Christian free from all remaining sin or immune even from grievous sin in his life. That, yeah. yeah, there we go. Um, I'm going to keep going. Number the church. eight, the church. Um, they have a good summary of the, the central things mm-hmm. that the church does. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and they affirm the, that under the lordship of Christ, we are to obey the governing authorities established by God and to pray for civil leaders. Yep. Okay, here's where they start hitting stuff. We deny that political or social activism should be viewed as integral components of the gospel or primary to the mission of the church. Mm. Okay. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah, I guess it depends on. I, it would depend on what they mean by that, uh, because because the, if there's any been any problem in the church is that we haven't been speaking into okay. politics. Okay, so part of the problem. Are so, you king of the Jews? So, part of the problem here is. <laughs> if so, you're king of the Jews, I think what they're doing though is they're they're using political and social activism. Yeah, sure. In, yeah. A, in a particular way, which isn't yeah. defined. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that's. I mean, I think what they mean is the fact that when Paul walked into a city. Yeah. He went after their idols and preached Jesus. Yeah. He didn't start talking about the, their failure of their welfare pro- programs. It just happens to be one of our idols. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now it does. Yeah, <laughs> but but what I'm but I'm saying though is is that you know you know they didn't. I mean, there's not long sermons against Caesar. Right. Yes, I, I get that. I get though, that. um, the rivalry of the kingdom of God to Caesar's kingdom is implicit. Yeah, but it is not explicit, and I guess I would say it's not. It wasn't at the center of what they were proclaiming. Well, Herod knew is is explicit to Herod. Yeah. Well, he was because he's. I mean, he was, he was the king of the. He was, I mean, he, was, he was claiming yeah. to be um, uh, the the king of the Jews. Yeah, yeah. Right. that, that uh, one, I, I, I'm not. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. I know what they're trying to say. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I think I want to add that there's application too. So this is what he, it goes on to say, though. Right. Though believers can and should utilize all lawful means that God has providentially established to have some effect on the laws of society, we deny that these activities are either evidence of saving faith or constitute a central part of the church's mission given to her by Jesus Christ, her head. Again, I think what they're trying to get at is the fact that sometimes if you're not involved in some particular cause, yeah. your salvation is called into question. Yeah, if, yeah, I, Do you I, really actually, love Jesus? Yeah, I hate yeah. when people do this with, with um, the, pick the ministry. If you're not giving to those poor kids in Africa, you are in sin. Right, right, it's yeah. like, whoa, hey. No. <laughs> they yeah. say, we deny uh, that laws or regulations possess any inherent power to change sinful hearts. Yeah. Well, Again, I, I could get on, get on board with this if, the, if in, in, and I think they're, you know, I, you know, it's a minimalist statement, of course, but like if they're trying to get at, don't be partisan, but speak the gospel into, politi- into politics, into cities, into all, all well, of life. I think that's what, know, so don't be partisan. Right. I know? think they're just, I think, I mean, my take on this is what they're saying is let's, let's keep the gospel at the center. Yeah. And yeah. let's keep central things central mm-hmm. and things that come second, third, fourth, and fifth, yeah. keep them second, fourth, yeah. fifth. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, and I, preach into it. I just, I guess, I, I'm guess I'm trying to figure out at what point, what wouldn't be a gospel issue. You know what I mean? Like, what wouldn't be like if I'm going into federal government to talk about like you are stealing from people? God said you can't steal. I don't, but I don't <laughs> think John MacArthur would disagree with that. What would not right. be a gospel issue? Uh, I don't well, think Tom Askell would disagree no, with that. I, no, you know, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, so, I'm just saying that that's kind I of. I think Two Kingdom might. I, but I, yeah, okay, but. It's a it's a general statement trying to get somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. the conversation can go further from here. Yeah, it's what we mean by this is what I'd be right. concerned yeah. about. Yeah, we can sit at the table and talk about this easily. Yeah, we got, yeah. yeah. Next section on heresy. I'm just going to jump over that. Um, I think they're just laying out the fact that um, we need to use the word heresy and define it carefully. Yeah. and not just throw um not the, the H bomb around. Be loose. Don't be loose with the word. Um, yeah. Uh, in section ten: sexuality and marriage. Well, this is really strong. Mm. Uh, the one thing I think it's missing is there's no mention of children here. Um, I think fruitfulness, the fruitfulness. Yeah. Go baptize your kids if you have children. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make it into the statement, but you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Timothy Brendo. We tried. Yeah, we tried, um, but man. The, Yeah, I mean, that would be the only, my, my small quibble there would be uh, yeah. the fruitfulness of marriage. I think uh, we yeah, believe we've been backed into a corner sometimes where they say, you know, if, if you don't make children at, like a normal part of it, yep. then that's one more leg of the stool taken out from why, like, why does it matter um, that homosexuals can't be married. Yeah. Well, they can't be fruitful. Yeah. Right. That's another one of the reasons why. Yeah. Um, it's right. it's embedded in in nature itself. And part right. of it is a, mm. it's, it's a part of the gospel in the sense that it's the way God advances His kingdom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, like this yeah, section is right. great because they reject gray, gay Christian and gray Christians. Mm. No gray Christians. Mm-mm. No gay Christians. As a legitimate biblical category, um, wow. we. Further deny that any kind of partnership or union can probably be co- properly be called marriage, other than mm-hmm. one man, one woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we further deny that people should be identified as sexual minorities, which serves as a cultural classification rather mm-hmm. than one that honors the image bearing, image bearing character of human sexuality is created by God. I think that's I mean, it's, that's better than I've seen. Yeah, in actually, a lot I, of places. I, I kind of yeah. like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, complementarianism is section eleven, um, just affirming. Male and female, they are equal in terms of the image of God, but they have different roles, different glories. This is beautiful. This is good. I like the fact that they not only state that this is most clearly seen in marriage and in the church, 
They also state explicitly that it's not irrelevant to the other spheres of life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, uh, the public sphere yeah. um, is, is still to be affected by this ordering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though it's not um, as explicitly required by God's word, it's still affected by these well, different yeah. glories. Spelling out roles, if you spell out roles in the family, yeah. then it also has to apply it, to it the doesn't, state. It doesn't just church. go away when you walk out the door. Uh, section 12 is on race and ethnicity. Getting That's to the, it. We're getting to um, it. All people come from one man. So we are ontological equals before God. We evolved from but, one but, man. But, 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 no. but what, did they say if <laughs> no. Adam was white or not? Was he white? No. Uh-huh. no. Oh, okay. He was orange. Okay. <laughs> he, Trump? Was, he was Trump. Trump. That's all you can <laughs> cheat on. Anyway. Um, they affirm um, good gifts of God in all various ethnic backgrounds um, yep. and experiences, and all those good mm-hmm. things should be celebrated and received with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, sex, um, and, and then sinful actions from um, resulting from various um, family ethnic backgrounds should be repented of. Yeah. Um, they deny that Christians should segregate themselves into racial groups. Uh, regard racial identity above or even equal to their identity in Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, yep, it's, it's solid. They reject yep. any teaching that encourages racial groups to view themselves as privileged oppressors or entitled victims of oppression. Ooh. Um, Ooh, that's, hit both sides. that's not that's helpful. Good. That's not helpful. We are to weep with those who weep. We deny, though, that a person's feelings of offense or oppression necessarily prove that someone else is guilty of sinful behaviors, oppression, wow. or prejudice. That wow. is solid. Yeah, you don't hear that enough. No. Yeah. Um, the standard is, as they stated at the beginning, the word of God. Yeah, not my feelings. Yeah. You hurt my feelings. It doesn't it's not matter what you said. It's how you said it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree with that. I, yet I understand. Let's come back to. Let's come back. It's not what you said. It's how it made me feel. Let's go yeah. back. Let's come back to this because yeah. I think there's more to say. But I think that's a good. We yeah. need. We need to nail down those. That's co- clear. Corners. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Culture chapter uh, section thirteen. Um, they say. That some cultures operate on assumptions that are inherently better than other cultures because of the biblical truths that inform them. So we affirm that. That's awesome. That's that's an I have no problem saying that a Christian culture is better, <laughs> is better, better than Hitler's than a non society. Than a Mormon culture. culture. Yeah. That's right. All right. Or Islamic or culture. Islamic culture. Now, egalitarians or, and liberals hate that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which is why this again, I'm I can yeah. sign on the statement. Are, if yeah. you are defining culture as the in a way that they're not, then that of course you would be hit by this. Yeah. Yeah. If if yes, but that's why they, they say though, because of biblical truths that inform the worldviews that yeah. produce right. these distinct assumptions. Yeah. That's the deal. It's not because of where you oh, came from. Yeah, it's yeah. not because of the shape of your nose, or the right, right, right. color of your skin, your yeah. whatever. Or that you've done something inherently good in no. yourself to receive this no. as a culture. Exactly. No, of course not. It's the grace of That's God. That's right. All right. Just two more guys. Uh, racism, 14. Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's bad. Uh-oh. My, my webpage just crashed. Racism is a sin rooted in pride and malice, which must be condemned and renounced by all those who honor the image of God and all people. There you go. That's good. That that gets that gets pride. That gets the malice, the hatred in the heart, and then that gets the image of God. Yep. Those, they that's, deny that's the good. treating people with any kind of sinful partiality or prejudice mm-hmm. is consistent with biblical Christianity. Yeah. They deny that only those in positions of power are capable of racism, or that's that individuals of any particular ethnic groups are incapable of racism. Yeah. yeah. Um, they deny that systematic racism is in any way compatible with the core principles of historic evangelical right. convictions. What right. they're going to get in trouble with there is how you're defining racism. I already see that happen. Or, I, or I systematic. I want to hear more what you mean by yeah. that when we come yeah. back. Yeah. The last line, we emphatically deny that lectures on social issues or activism aimed at reshaping the wider culture are as vital to the life and health of the church as the preaching of the gospel and the exposition of 
scripture. Historically, such things tend to become distractions that inevitably lead to departures mm. from the gospel. You better shotgun that. You didn't shotgun it. Come on. I, I know what they're saying. Come on. You know what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you can have that way. Uh, by the way, there's it's yeah okay so uh, so you signed it Toby I did yep okay. and a number of number of people signed it I haven't signed yep. it yet have you signed it I haven't signed it yet we're gonna talk no. about that more when we come I back I actually wanted calls. to come have the show first before I before you decide okay. to sign right. it on the there show is. okay should we <laughs> Gabe's gonna sign this next <laughs> on Cross Politics <laughs> well Cross Politics has a new sponsor who you might be asking Decree Design. Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development, and more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well-established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit DecreeDesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Yeah, Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Hey, and tell them Cross Politics sent you. <laughs> I know, you played two. I know, that's all. You played two new ones. Yeah. I said the other one of the other one that you played. And you didn't play it. That's so, <laughs> this is the old one. That's about as ambiguous as the responses to the oh, social gospel oh, statement. We're going there. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're <laughs> going Welcome it. back to Cross Politic. Share, like, join, become join a the member. Club. Please join the club. And thanks to all of you who have already joined and are supporting our antics. It's just it's just wonderful. So it's a blast. So you signed the statement. I did. Yeah. So I want to back up a little bit. Okay. One of the thing. One of the one of the criticisms. One of the um, the questions. Criticism have been has been um, why did why is this called statement on social justice and the gospel when the phrase the idea of social justice hasn't been defined? Didn't see it in yep. there anywhere. It was yep. not. It wasn't defined anywhere in the statement. Yeah. Right. So, um, and you know, fair question. And I think that's part of the work that we do need to do. That, that Tom Askell points out at the end of the um, the, the statement yeah. that we need to have a conversation about this. We hope this is a starting point. And I would say yeah. one of the places we need to start is let's tease out like what do we mean by social justice, uh, um, the social justice yeah. um, in the first place and yeah. what's problematic about it. Because uh, one of the easy comebacks is, you know, doesn't Jesus care about social justice? Doesn't the Bible care about social justice? Yeah. And, and so here's the problem. Okay. Social justice, the whole idea grows out of it has grown out of um an alien worldview a worldview that hates god and hates christianity we aren't we're talking about the terminology has. The terminology yeah. social now, justice terminology now quickly yep. before everybody gets mad and starts sending letters to contact or the angry to, faces on the facebook uh, yeah, are right, popping yeah, up yeah, right, right now yeah, right right hold on hold on <laughs> hold on listen to me okay i recognize there is such a thing called a genetic fallacy okay the genetic fallacy is that just because some idea or phrase or concept originates in a less than, what shall we say? It's like soccer. Do you know that they used to take the heads off the enemies and kick them around? <laughs> and that's where soccer came okay, from. Right, yeah. So you can't watch soccer right. anymore. Okay. So <laughs> so just because Karl Marx, right? Um, you know, originates some of the building blocks of what would then become known as social justice. Does that mean that every last thing that Karl Marx pointed out or phrases is false or, false or evil yeah. or wicked? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's evolution. 
No. No. Genetic okay. fallacy. No. <laughs> One big genetic fallacy. Right. So, so hear me out. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying if you can trace the history back to Karl Marx, therefore you're evil. Or yeah. what you're doing is unbiblical. That's no. not what I'm saying. But what I want to do, though, is still define the concept. So the concept is that um, that that basically justice, um, uh, care for the poor, care for the oppressed, um, is uh, is is the um, basically the center of uh, human societal harmony, freedom, liberty, yeah. happiness. Um, is so social justice is that's that. what social okay. justice is. Yeah, but right. it's based on the idea essentially of materialism mm-hmm. and humanism. Yeah. Um, which says that people's basic problems are they need stuff. They need food. They need drink. They need clothing. Um, yeah. And, and that's what they need. And they also and need material is the the problem. The material solves all our problems. Their problems. Yeah. And of course, cl- right behind that then is how whether people are helping them or hindering them from getting the stuff they need. Right. So that's the social element of it. Yeah. I, I like what you said about the the cheese grater. Um, are you going to bring that up? I can't, I can't remember, <laughs> but I thought it was really good in how you talked about yes. the definition of social so, justice has been kind of ran through a cheese okay, grater over there. So the problem is, is that, so if you bring it up like that, there's lots and lots of modern Christians to be like, no, we're not doing that. We're not trying to be Marxists. We're Christians. We're yeah. not Marxists. We're not materialists. We're not humanists. We're Christians. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. So here's what's happened. So basically, Marxism got pushed through a cheese grater yeah. of um, in, in, in the 20th century of Feminist studies, queer studies, uh, minority studies. And so this idea in postmodernism that was basically trying to, to, to study how um, certain kinds of minority groups um, have been oppressed in various ways. Yeah. And so highlighting that. So women have been mistreated in a certain way. And, and um, maybe if you're know, uh, African descent, you've been treated in this way. Or, or you're um, homosexual, you've been treated in this way. And so then, but then what's happened is it's actually been pushed through a a cheese grater a third time uh-huh. um, in many ways where mm. Christians have picked up on some of that language yeah. of, of sexual minority, for right. example. Yeah. Um, we yeah. saw that in the um, uh, living out living out dot yep. org statement. Yep. Now, I don't think Sam Albury and those people are thinking, Hey, we're Marxists. Yeah, of not course. at all. Yeah. But not they're all. picking up a phrase that's been used that way. And the concern is back of all this is by what standard? Mm-hmm. By what standard is what is justice? And then what is justice? And then what is to be done about injustice? Yeah. So those are the two big questions. Right. And so do Christians care about justice? Yes. Do we care about injustice? Yes. Do we care about, you know, lo- you know, doing justice, loving mercy, walking home? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but the question is, 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 is what's the standard? Yeah. And then what's the standard of how do we respond to that? So to summarize in my words, you're saying basically social justice wasn't based originally on a biblical standard. And right. it's been kind of kind of co-opted a little bit by Christians over the years. Right. And, and what we're trying to say is actually we want to start with what the Bible says about justice and right. then work from there instead of working right. from this other, other right. angle. And so okay. one, one of the places where I see the weakness happening in modern reformed evangelical circles where they, they grab a sentence or a phrase or something and say, but, but God cares about minorities or God, you know, that this, this sort of thing is inherent in it is, um, is the idea that um, there's, there's no understanding about the distinction between sins and crimes. There's no distinction mm. between sins and crimes. Yeah. And back way back, part of the problem is is that the Marxist theory is statist. We said this earlier in the show. Right. Um the primary fundamental overarching authority is the state. 
They solve all the they, problems. The state solves all the problems. Yeah. They rearrange, the, you know, because people don't share and play nicely. Right. They have to rearrange stuff and make people give stuff, and they redistribute the goods and the finances right. to try to make everybody happy to try to get them to come along. Right. The thing is, is that the Bible teaches the distinction between sins and crimes. Yeah. Not all sins are crimes, and sometimes not all crimes are sins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason why this distinction is so important is because, um, well, the Bible makes that distinction. How the other yeah. part caught me for a second. Not all crimes are sins. Yeah, right. So if, so if Hitler says it's against the law to not turn in your Jewish neighbor, I say break that crime and you're not in sin. Well, that wouldn't be a valid. Break that law, not break that, that, that crime. That wouldn't be a valid law because <laughs> right. it, it doesn't match up with God's law. But it's a crime in Germany. Right. Yeah, but it would be an unjust Right. Law. Right. Right. So it shouldn't even be a crime. Right. But I think you also have things like, um, I don't know, is double parking a sin? Uh, it depends. Yeah, it depends. If yeah. you got a Hummer it could, or not. It absolutely very much could. <laughs> <laughs> it, it certainly could, could be, well, because but it's not, not automatic. Lo- well, yeah. it's not loving your neighbor to I, go I, ahead and... and I know. So I'm just saying, I don't want that to... That part of the distinction, I want to go the other way. I don't want to go... You know what I mean? I don't want to come back the other That's way. That's why I but, always park in the handicapped parking spot because my dad's walking across. But I think that's definitely across. a sin. Right. But I think we have to hold that, though. Because we live in just in case by its own merit, because because it's because God's word is the standard. Yeah. And just absolutely. because something gets defined as a crime doesn't mean it actually should be. If God's if God's law is the standard, then it should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we were following God's, God's law, right. then crimes would be sin. Yeah. So then I would also. say an unjust government who makes yeah. something a crime. Fair enough. But, but this very claim is we're just saying Jesus is king and that's how we can right, we separate. Can, uh, we can make that distinction right. because of what sins. our standard right. is. Right. And so, for example, in the law, um, the 10th commandment is thou shalt not covet. Yeah. That's not a crime. That's right. It's that's not right. a crime to covet. Yeah. It is a sin. Yeah. And if you act on it, you've broken a law called stealing. That's right. Or adultery. That's and right. Then that becomes if, a crime. If, and then it's a crime. Yeah. So, but adultery, for example, is a sin and a crime, yeah. biblically speaking. Now, yeah. in our world, yeah. it's, it's, it's neither. It's no it's longer. <laughs> it's you know, at best, the church goes after it yeah. at best, yeah. but at the best. state no, it's no longer criminalized. Yeah. Well, they they yeah. do what they do now is alimony. <laughs> yeah. right. But it's but it's and not a, it's things. not a crime anymore. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Homosexuality should be a sin and a crime. Yeah, it's a sin and a crime. Absolutely. And so it should be disciplined in the church lovingly. Yeah. And it should be punished. Yeah. Ju- judiciously right. um, by the state if we're going to submit to God's word. Yep. Now, the reason why that distinction is important is because God has established in this world different spheres of authority, different jurisdictions. We talked about this a little bit yeah. um, on the in the news fix, yeah. uh, midweek um, fix thing. On Wednesday. Stuff. Yeah. Um, That's on the Cross Politics Network. Yeah. And so we, got, <laughs> we have family, church, and state. Yeah. Um, families and churches have specific jurisdiction. The family is the Ministry of Education, Health, and Welfare. Um, the, the church is the Ministry of Word and Sacrament. And um, economic too with the family, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, there's help economics help. to run through all of it, though. It's not just um, produced par- primarily by the family. St- okay, sure enough, sure, sure. I'll give you that because <laughs> business. It's big, okay. yeah. He's been and, reading God and government, and the state, and the state is the minister of the sword. Sure. Yeah. What the state justice is, and peace. Ju- justice and peace. The yep. sword. They punish evildoers, yep. okay, and they protect the the righteous. The peace, yep. Okay, yep. Um, those are their primary jurisdictions. Crimes are the proper jurisdiction of the state. That's right. right. They're right. to be punished. Um, biblical justice is actually primarily punitive, not preventative. Right. Yep. 
Okay, that's important. Biblical justice yep. is not making laws Boy. that try to keep people from doing bad things. If we can get that right there, would solve half of our racial problems in America with the police. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not their job. <laughs> what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to, um, you know, uh, w- walk Punt. lightly and carry a big stick. That's right. Is that how it goes? I can't remember the name. Is that what uh, Teddy Roosevelt said? Something like Teddy. that. Um, Tr. Yep. Um, but basically, they're just supposed to. They're supposed to ha- um, have swift, painful justice fall when God's law has been broken. Yeah. But the but, problem is, is that social justice. What it tends to do is it tends to at least implicitly think that everything um, is or should be considered a crime. Mm. Should be com- considered a crime. Okay. Uh, and, sure. And, and so they don't have a category. Typically, they're not very good at making a distinction between sins and crimes. That's, so, for example, okay. it is not a crime to be racist. Right. It is a sin. Absolutely. Yeah. As it, defined in the statement. So, yeah, it and, is and, a sin. Right? It is not a crime. Yeah. And so it should be the case that a business owner, if he wants to be racist yeah. about who he'll serve or who he'll do business with, yeah. he should be allowed to do that. Right. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I think also it's a sin, though. I think we should push the fact that, okay, then if, it, if you think that it's, a, it's actually a crime biblically, you have to present where that is a crime. Now, it's a sin. And a church should be able to deal with it right. and challenge it. But like, you are doing what? Right. Now, so that, there's two ways to fix the problem. Yeah, right? the, church, yeah. the church steps there's, in the church, or the government steps in. The church in. is good. able to yeah. step in and say, yeah. you did right. what? How did you love your neighbor? You didn't. Right. Yeah. Shame on you. Church right. discipline. No communion. Right. Exercise church discipline exactly. on the brother. Right. But that's for the church to deal with and right. to handle. Now, if he's actually doing something that is a crime, as in like he's going and, and hanging and pulling like Emmett Till. Yeah. Right. If there's, if there's actually been a crime committed, um, you know, someone's been shot. Because of his racism. Right. Then punishment. Right. Exactly. But the problem is, is that the state very quickly wants to pretend that it can be God and it can read motives and it can read the hearts of man. And what it's if that's not its job to do at all. Its job is to merely look at what can be photographed. Yeah. I saw just there's also a point in where I think the conversation is like this hasn't been fair on both sides where it's like, sure, I get it. You get to tell a black person that they he he can't work here. You don't want his kind in your place. But the black person doesn't have the opportunity to start his own business. Right. That it's, is sinful. That is right. a crime. Right. Well, and I was going to say, not only is it sinful, where there have been laws yeah. that prohibited um, somebody from owning property or opening businesses yep. because of their ethnicity or color of their skin or where they're from or whatever, like, yeah, that's an unjust law. Or destroying. And the government is in sin. Yes. It, it, <laughs> it, and, it's, and it's a crime. Yeah. It's a crime. That is because it's actually stealing from a man. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's a form of theft. Yeah. Um, to prohibit a man from being productive. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's, That's right. it's theft, um, and that should be punished. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we've seen that. And I think a lot of times what, in one way or another, I think we're kind of fra- helping social justice warriors think about that. Like, that's what we want to punish, right? right? We don't want the federal government saying, yeah, this kind of people can, and those kind of people can't right. when it comes to no. business. It's like, no, no, no. The business field is open. Right. right? But And actually, that goes across everything right. when, when it comes yeah. to business, not just race. It's better for everybody if that was the standard, it, it is. to be honest with well, you. And the point is, is that... God knows best. Yeah. God's standard is always best. And so the, the danger is, is that if you do not make this clear distinction, you are, we talked about this earlier with the Bezos and Amazon thing. Mm-hmm. You are implicitly inviting the state into everything. You yep. don't want that. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. You don't want do, that. Do you want the state telling you how to discipline your children? Yeah. Of no. course not. Then you need to make the distinction between sins and crimes. That's right. right? That's really good. Do you want the, the church, do you want the state telling the church what it can preach on? No. Then, 
then you have to make the distinction between sins and crimes. And do you want the state telling you who you should serve your business and who well, you shouldn't serve? And, 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 uh, That's and, a sin. It can be a sin. It's, it can be but, a sin. It's but, not but a crime. I, I also, if a homosexual couple comes in and wants me to bake I cake, know, right? right? I also want the federal government or the government to make sure that the biblical standard is a standard it's using to be able to make these distinctions. Right. So otherwise, I'm still out. <laughs> right. So right. and also I just something to be fair with. I think that some of the people who are on the social justice warrior side who are not necessarily buying into the whole social justice liberal side of this are trying to point out these things and saying, hey, these, but and they get tagged as, oh, you're a Marxist. Right. I don't think that's fair to them either. When I've seen some valid, valid cases say, hey, this is a problem. This is what's going on. And what we need to do is like. Um, but here's the thing. I, I wonder what you what you'd say to this. But the main thing that I see missing where I where I read somebody and I say, oh, I'm worried. Maybe you have a fair point, but I'm worried about you. Is ground it in scripture. Yeah. Ground it in scripture. Make your case from scripture and don't be um, muddled yeah, I on, on these. Dis- yeah. on, because but, but the find- whole point of biblical justice is to say, um, here's the standard. Yeah. Show me where it is on here. Because what happens is also, is, is we've seen is that as soon as you don't make that distinction, then everything starts getting piled together, and now we can't make a distinction between different kinds of crimes. Yeah, but the problem is, though, we're assuming that the people on this side are making the same distinction, and I'm saying they're not. Oh, I've just just read, I went through all kinds of articles where people are talking about soldier... um, social justice warriors, and then they're given their example of the distinction, and they're not given it either. Right. They're failing on their side, right. too. So this is something that hits both sides. Absolutely. If you're concerned about the so- social justice warriors, yeah. then make sure that you are defending your stance biblically. Point right. out if it's a sin, or if or, it's a crime. And whose and then, jurisdiction? And whose jurisdiction, this, and then what's the punishment? Yep. Yeah. Is this That's the state? Good. Is this That's the really church? Good. Is this the family? Yep. Is it a right. sin or a crime? And then define it. Define it. Define and, it. And so those who are not necessarily in that camp, ask the question, okay, how do you want to fix it? What's the crime? Right. <laughs> Tell me the crime. Yep. And then I, see, I wrote down here, I think we need to really be talking about, and uh, we need to be doing, present the case, and let's work through it. Because a lot of times talking in, in this yeah, theoretical, higher, yeah. theoretically, like all of a sudden you realize that we don't agree at all. And then you start saying, OK, I think we talked about this the other day on the show about the gentleman, three guys who actually had um, inappropriate relationships with animals over a thousand four times. <laughs> right. And now you ask any Christian, what is a response to that by law? And everybody goes Leviticus 18 <laughs> and, and half of them are not theonomous. Very liberal. So we get it when it comes to a practical application of it. I'm saying, I want to start talking and let, present the case, present the situation, yeah. and then let's work through it, which right. is why like, I think the statement is good because in some of the things that are said in the statement, it's like, I'm okay, bet. Now, I've read stuff where you're not being held accountable by your own works on here. So I'm going to believe this is actually what, mm-hmm. you're, you what you want to believe, think. and I'm going to pull you by that statement every time you step out of line. Right. So when right. I present a case to you, or we see the next shooting happen, yep. or we see the next whatever happen in the, right. in the, in the socially, that's yep. culturally engaging, I'm going to say, hey, remember when you said this? Right. When remember you when you talked to this? Remember when you, when you agreed yeah. to this? The word of God is the standard. I'm going to yep. pull you by your statement now and said, okay, I saw your name on here. Right. Yep. So I know you said you believe this, but you're not acting right. like you do. Right. And and let's let's keep the gospel at the center, the clear 
exposition of the gospel. Absolutely. Let's keep also the fact that God changes hearts first, yep. then he changes families, churches, and states. Absolutely. Policies uh, change hearts oh, first, right? Policies. Yeah. Fail, wow. fail. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and when God changes hearts, God changes families, God changes churches, God changes nations. It's only yep. that. It's the heart first. Absolutely. But it really does work its way out. Yep. It really does work it its way out in the fruit in every area of life. Yep. And that's why this matters. Get involved in the conversation. Let's yeah. have this conversation because I think the yeah. church can actually work through this. And boy, it would and, be hey, great for the rest of the world. And hey, we're happy to do a live show with everybody involved. Yeah. Let's know? do it. It'd be Until great. next week, love yeah. God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.